The Watertown Police Department arrested a man yesterday following a foot chase. An officer on routine patrol spotted the 36-year-old, who he knew from a prior police contact, walking near South 6th Street and Jefferson Streets around 7.50 a.m. The suspect had several warrants for his arrest. When the officer approached the individual, a foot chase ensued that lasted several blocks and through several backyards. The officer did deploy his taser to little effect. Police were able to apprehend the suspect in a backyard, and when they did, the man tossed a 9mm handgun. There were no injuries reported during the incident. The suspect is facing numerous charges, including possession of a firearm, possession of THC, possession with intent to deliver cocaine, and felony bail jumping. The Beaverdam Police Department recently provided a staffing update. Lieutenant Jeremiah Johnson says newly hired officers Joseph Salazar and Megan Rowland complete the Recruit Academy at Fox Valley Technical College in October. When he was on Community Comment last month, he said both had recently gone through their 16-week field training program and will soon be on solo patrol. They're doing very well. We're proud of them. Um, So they will be on second shift with me. Salazar also received the Officer Craig Burkholz Leadership Award, which is voted on by the Academy class. The award is given to a candidate who is a team player, is thoughtful, has a positive attitude, and is caring. It is named after Craig Burkholz, who was a Fond du Lac police officer killed in the line of duty in 2011. Johnson notes another recent graduate of the Recruit Academy who has also started the field training process. Officer Jenny Reinhold, um, she is just starting her field training process. She just got to the academy at the end of December, moving right along. Uh, we also hired a lateral transfer from our Juno, local Juno Police Department, Officer Russell Ebert. And um, he is an experienced officer who's worked uh, in Dodge County at Juno for an extended period of time. So he's coming in with that experience. Johnson says Officer Ebert has experience talking with Dodge County dispatchers as well as using the county's records management system and is familiar with the Beaverdam area. He says the agency hopes to hire a few more officers to round out their staff. A Fond du Lac man has been arrested on 10 counts of child pornography. In September, Fond du Lac police executed a search warrant in the 600 block of South Main Street and seized multiple electronic devices. It was the result of an investigation that began with a cyber tip report that alleged there was possession or distribution of sexually explicit videos of prepubescent children. Authorities say once the forensic examinations were complete, numerous images and videos of child porn were found to be stored on the seized device. They add that the 28-year-old was taken into custody Tuesday and was transported to the county jail. A 26-year-old man charged with making a terrorist threat against UW-Madison campus insists it was all a joke. Robin Colbert has the story. Thomas Hansen was charged in court Tuesday. A criminal complaint says the threat itself was made on February 23rd on the social media site Yik Yak. Hansen told investigators the series of posts came about after a girl canceled a date with him. Hansen first posted that because he got a haircut, the girl wouldn't know what he looked like. A second post commented on stopping dating and sneaking guns into crowded school buildings. The third post specifically called out Bascom Hall, saying don't go to the building next week. Police did end up taking a large revolver-style handgun and two boxes of ammunition from his apartment. In Madison, Robin Colbert, Wisconsin Radio Network.
One person was injured during a semi-crash on Interstate 41 north of Highway 145 yesterday morning in Washington County. The operator, a 68-year-old man, was treated with non-life-threatening injuries. Authorities say inattentive driving appears to be a factor in the crash, which is still under investigation. State Representative Mark Bourne has announced several upcoming budget listening sessions in Dodge County. They'll be held throughout the month of March at various city, town, and village halls, including Beaverdam, Mayville, Fall River, Juneau, Lomira, Calamus, Burnett, Iron Ridge, and Rubicon. Bourne has noted that the governor's proposed budget will most likely be entirely reworked, noting his issues with the amount of spending in the document. We thought last budget, the governor's spending increase were amazingly high and they were just a little under 10%. And now we're at 17, 18% increases. The general fund increases at 23%. I mean, those are big numbers. He spends general fund wise $9 billion. I mean, the state has a $7 billion surplus and yet he had to go out and find ways to spend even more than an historic surplus. Bourne called the excessive levels of spending not surprising. He also pointed out the state's strong current financial standing and asked why Tony Evers continued to increase taxes. Like, how does that make sense? We're in such fine shape, but he can't stop finding ways to raise taxes on Wisconsin families and Wisconsin businesses. And, you know, he touts his tax cut, but in reality, he's cutting a little bit over here for a few people and then finding ways to raise taxes and not just income taxes, but sales taxes. He's proposing new sales taxes in cities over a population of, I think, 30,000. So, you know, Beaver Dam, I guess, can be thankful they're below that. Bourne, who is co-chair of the legislature's Joint Finance Committee, says he will not allow that to happen. A full schedule of the budget listening sessions can be found with this news story at DailyDodge.com. The Beaverdam Republican says these meetings provide constituents with the opportunity to ask questions and speak directly with him on issues important to them during the budget writing process. Bourne also commented yesterday that he does not expect a flat tax will be part of the next state budget. I think that it will be um, probably unlikely to get to a full flat tax in this budget, but I think the goal is to continue to do things that work us towards that. Senator Howard Markline, who is co-chair of the Joint Finance Committee with Bourne, also gave his thoughts. I support the concept, um, and uh, you know it's um, it's not going to happen overnight. And as Mark said, I doubt if it'll you know happen uh, in, in this budget. The idea of a 3.25% flat tax has been heavily promoted by state Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue, but is one Governor Tony Evers has made clear would lead him to reject the Joint Finance Committee's budget. The deadline to register for the Disability Advocacy Day of Action is tomorrow. The event is presented by the Survival Coalition of Wisconsin Disability Organizations. Elder Benefits Specialist with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Dodge County, Jenny Farmer, says the actual purpose of the day is to help people have their voices heard. Whether you have a disability or you know someone who has a disability, um, this is the opportunity for people to speak up on the topics that are most important to um, what's going on in our own state. 
Farmer says that days like this are the start of policy changes and improvements. Those that attend the event will be able to speak, be given talking points that are currently in policy making, and be able to speak to legislators face-to-face afterwards. Disability benefits specialist Ashley Sanborn says this is an awesome event to attend. If you're a person who has a disability or if you are in any way connected to a person and passionate about advocacy for individuals with disabilities, um, this is definitely an event to go to. It makes a huge difference. Interested participants can register for the event on the Survival Coalition of Wisconsin website by clicking the Disability Advocacy Day tab. A link to register and more information about the event is available with this story at DailyDodge.com. The Disability Advocacy Day of Action will be held on March 23rd in Madison. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at DailyDodge.com.